Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, I'm excited today. We have a wonderful new FOA agent on the line today. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to interview her and uh, kind of get a a glimpse of where she's at with the job and how it's going for her so far. Yeah, we talked to a lot of uh, officers on the podcast, and we had a, a new officer on recently, so I think it only stands to reason that we have a, a new agent on to, to hear that perspective as well, because uh, we certainly need uh, new agents throughout the department, just like we do officers. Yeah, that's right, Chris. You know, we've had uh, a new officer who actually spoke at the officer graduation, I don't know, about a year ago now, right? Yeah, you know, I was lucky enough to uh, go over to Troy and, and watch Kelly's class graduate with, uh, with the deputy director and the director, and Got, got to meet Kelly, and you know it, the future is very bright with staff like Kelly joining joining the FOA team. So I'm happy to introduce Kelly. And Kelly, why don't, why don't you tell everybody kind of how long you've been with the department and where you're at right now as an agent? Hi, thanks for having me on. I started end of October. I'm new with the Department of Corrections, and I just got through my training, and so we're, I've been writing, helping agents work on PSIs, working on agents' descriptions. My primary job function will be, be working with the courts as a court liaison with Oakland County and slowly integrating into that and learning those responsibilities. So, Kelly, what, what did you think about the training? I, I know, it's, you know there's, there's many phases to it. Did you find it useful? Did you like the training? It, it was really interesting. The structure of having four weeks really gave us as um, new agents a lot of time to get to know each other. I wasn't able to stay at the hotel just being so close to my home office. However, right. it was it was really interesting to see that, that dynamic change. And I remember our trainer, Inchelle, even making a point of saying that the four weeks really made a difference between three and four. But the content itself was really interesting, and I was encouraged to see evidence-based practices being used by the department with collaborative case management as independently, but then also the the women's focus on that as well. But then also uh, moving into the motivational interviewing was interesting too. I thought that was really dynamic. Well, that's that's good to hear. You know, we talk, Chris and I both talk a lot about motivational interviewing on this podcast because it is, you know, very important, evidence-based. And um, so I'm glad that you mentioned that. I, I Chris, I got to tell you before we get, you know, too far going here that I'm equally excited to have on Kelly because she's a Western grad. You know, she's, <laughs> she, she's, a, she's a fellow Bronco and I'm excited because usually, you know, I think you stack the podcast with central grads. So, um, <laughs> and, I'm very, my, and my staff. And your staff, right. <laughs> so I, I do have to mention that Kelly is, uh, she's a Bronco, so uh, go Broncos, Kelly. And, you know, got to make sure we get that out there. But That's right. <laughs> so you did go to Western. And, you know, it, what, what, brought you, but what brought you to the MDOC? So, I mean, yeah, like I had, I was really excited about psychology. I had gone into that as my, as my, focus. I'm really looking to be a counselor. I'd gone through a couple of internships prior to even knowing anything about MDOC, and I was encouraged by a mentor from one of those previous internships to apply for internship here. And kind of funny the way it worked out because I was actually past the deadline. I I was I really wasn't eligible at that point, but I it ended up working itself out and I was able to intern the following fall semester 2012, right before my graduation that year. And where'd you intern at? 
Kalamazoo County. Okay, that's yeah, that's a that's a, a very very good office. Yeah, great they're staff. excellent. Yeah, they're great, absolutely excellent. Great I actually just reached out to them recently, so it's been it's been really encouraging to continue that relationship with them after all these years. That's awesome. So so are you saying the internship to help help kind of solidify you wanting to come here? Yeah, like I was it was really interesting. I'm just kind of watching I mean, before I had really enjoyed the mandated caseloads from my previous internships in the counseling field and then that's why I got pushed into it. And so just kind of seeing the other side of the reasons behind those recommendations and meeting the agents that were responsible for supervising those defendants was was really interesting. And they were honestly the most professional people that I had ever met in, some, in such a high stress job that they were able to be so professional at the same time was really encouraging. And I knew that that was an environment I wanted to be in. Well, that's that's well said. So you, now you're done with your, your training and you're, you know, jumping into, I'm sure, you know, a full caseload and, and getting, you know, jumping in headfirst into this job. So what do you what are you most looking forward to now that you're done with training? I'm really just looking forward to diving in. I mean, we've been, I started at the end of October. I've been helping other agents out, but just having my own responsibilities and writing reports and getting into the courtroom. I'm really looking forward to getting into the courtroom and spending time with judges and prosecutors and just kind of diving in in my uh, I did district court probation prior to this and I was in court twice a week and so it's been almost me getting out of the habit of being not of not being in the courtroom and so I'm really looking forward to getting back into it well Kelly that's great you know I'm glad to hear that despite your education you were able to you know get the training that you needed you know to uh to do this. Did and you say despite your education? <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> 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 I thought that was going to slide by. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is your master's from, from Western as well? No, it's from Eastern Michigan University. Oh, I was okay. able to finish that master's up and I was working in the field at the same time, so it was kind of tricky, but it was it a was good experience. Well, if you wanted to, you know, get one more degree at Central, you could have all the directional schools all lined up. You know, my That's parents right. went to Central, and uh, they make me salute the flag every time I come home. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like they sound like great people. So, <laughs> so now that you've been in the office uh, for a little while now, and you've uh, obviously interned previously in Kalamazoo, are, are there parts of, of the job that you're looking to hopefully be able to expand into? You know, certain caseloads or, or different types or aspects of the job that you would like to to reach into at some point. Yeah, it's, it's interesting going to new agent school and seeing all the options and all the possibilities. And being in district court probation for almost four years, I mean, I think I'm going to miss supervising people. That it's like, I mean, and then coming to just writing reports and being in the courtroom, it's such, just such a different dynamic of the job. And I think eventually, like, it would be ideal for me to move back into supervising, whether in probation or parole. I don't know a lot about parole other than what we've discussed in training, but um, I had an opportunity to sit in um, over at Pontiac Parole for a couple days, too, and that was great, too. And so even going into parole or continuing back in supervision, I think that it would be ideal to just learn all aspects of of the job, not necessarily the front end. Well, you know, Kelly, that's the great part about the department and you know FOAs, you, you have that mobility of going from parole, probation to parole or vice versa, you know, and 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 I hope you you know if, if that interests you, I hope you do that. But you did you did say something that you said I'm going to miss supervising people. Why is that? I mean, that's why we're all here, right? I mean, we are here to serve the community, but what better impact can you have by utilizing the collaborative case management, and the motivational interviewing, by spending time with people, building rapports with them? understanding their hooks and what makes them tick, learning about them and their families so that if we do run into each other on the street, that we're able to 
see them on better terms and see them at better aspects of their lives, obviously report it. But it's still one of those things where it's encouraging. It doesn't have to be us versus them. I think she just spoke of Thunder Success, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, when, when you say encouraging, uh, I think that's what uh, Greg and I were, are very encouraged to hear a new agent uh, say yeah. that, any new employee. You know, you're really, my face yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, 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 you're speaking our language. Uh, this is exactly the kind of thing that, you know, the, exactly the kind of new employee that we want to have, somebody who understands everything that you just articulated is exactly the kind of person that we're looking to have uh, in this department, whether it's in FOA, uh, CFA, or in any of our offices. So uh, you're definitely in it for the right reasons, and, you're, and you want to make a difference, you want to do well for your state and your community, and that, that really comes through. And I think even though you're not supervising individuals right now, I think the, the ones that you did certainly have benefited from that. I'm definitely sure of that. And, and any ones that you'll come across in the future and all the work that you're going to be doing now, I think we're all going to be better for it. So I'm really excited to, to have you on and, and be uh, part of this great department. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I mean, the mobility of being able to go to different parts of the moving to different responsibilities is one of the, the things that another thing that drew me to the department. Well, you know, uh, now that you're, you're a new employee and now you're aware of, you know, that we have a podcast, I hope that you, you know, also kind of learn, take some time to learn about all the things that are going on across the department and ways in which you can be part of uh, the, the larger organization. And so we have epic teams that, that are part of, you know, look at all different aspects. And so, you know, having a fresh set of eyes and looking at a topic could certainly be a value uh, to the department. You know, there's Employee Recreation Day that I hope that you take part in and join if you're able. There's just a lot of really cool things that where you can get together with other people from around the department, different types of leadership training. So uh, it's not just your office in your, your little area of, the, of your sort of silo of the department because we, we like to break down silos mm-hmm. and we want people mm-hmm. to, to go across the department and, and learn and, and maybe even cross-train and go to facilities and there, there's so much you can do and, and I re- it sounds like you're just the type of person that, that's going to take advantage of those kind of things and really excel and grow in, in, in this, in this uh, FOA. Yeah, I, I hope so. I'm really encouraged by everything that the department has going on and all of that outreach and community service. It's great. I mean, that's what we should be doing. Yeah, and I'm sure before too long, uh, you and your colleagues are going to be jumping into icy cold water. I'm sure next year, if you if you haven't weren't already, I'm sure that uh, FOA is huge with the polar plunge and Special Olympics. So yeah. I don't know if you like the cold, but I'm sure somebody's <laughs> going to be asking you to jump in a pool of cold water next next winter. Or a lake, so. yeah. I've done it before. <laughs> well, you're you're going to fit right in. in. She fits in well. <laughs> yeah. You forgot to mention one thing, Chris. You forgot to mention that script she plays golf. I mean, that's that's a huge part of the problem, right? The, the Director's Cup. I mean, that's Oh, a, yeah. Yeah. You, are you a golfer? No, I'm not a golfer. Well, then you should definitely stay on the FOA team <laughs> uh, and, and help them and, uh, and help CFA get the, get the cup back. Yeah. So, so, Kelly, you know, it it is great to, to, to talk with you. I mean, it's, it, it's wonderful to get uh, your perspective from a new agent. But, you know, for... Being a, a new staff person for the department, what advice would you give to others who you know may be interested in joining the MDOC team? Well, being a millennial, and I know there's a lot of negative connotation, but the department's going through like several generations and several age groups of people in the department, and so just being able to take feedback and really accepting that as their as supervisor, seasoned agents' wisdom is going to be key. I mean, you're walking in new, you don't know what what to expect or what to do, but if you're able to take feedback as constructive criticism, you'll be able to do your job more effectively. Well, and I would also say that, you know, as a seasoned supervisor, somebody who supervises offices, we should be able to take advice and and feedback from from our new staff who may have some great ideas about ways to be more efficient or ways to be better. So, you know, likewise, right, Chris? 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm, I'm just very excited to, to have you on board. And are you sure you didn't go to Central or maybe <laughs> went to high school in Mount Pleasant? Because, uh, She's definitely a Western grad. <laughs> oh, no, my parents would definitely tell you. <laughs> wow. very, very great. You know, I, th- I think you might be one of the first uh, Western grads that I actually like. So. Wow, that hurts. That cuts deep. That cuts, that cuts very deep. But, Kelly, you know, we can't thank you enough, number one, for, for joining the MDOC family. But, you know, for having the, the, the perspective and the, and the outlook that you have on this job is going to make a difference. You, know, you talked about motivational interviewing. Every interaction matters. You have the right mind frame to, to do this job. You want to help people. And, you know, we can't thank you enough for what you do every day, what your, you know, the, the plans that you have in the department. You know, and, and, thanks, and thanks so much for, for talking about it on Field Day's podcast. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me again. Well, Chris, that's, I got to say that's that was a fun interview. She, you know, Kelly did a great job explaining the job of an agent, kind of what she wants to do in her career, and it, it doesn't get much better than that, does it? That's a, that's a no. That was interview. that was ex- exactly what we wanted out of a new agent or, or any new employee, yeah, for, for that sure. matter, or even a, an employee. Period. It doesn't matter right. for you if you're, but you know, she did do a great job. We appreciate her coming on and, and doing that. You know, she is new, and w- when I was at the new Age, new agent O ceremony in her graduation, the director was there, and she spoke about getting out of your comfort zone as, as, a, as an employee. And I think Kelly did that. I think she stepped out of her comfort zone. I mean, she's been here for, you know, a couple of few months. And that'd be hard to do, to come on a department podcast, especially with, with you, Chris. You know, you're royalty here, I, I assume. So, but, but we do. We appreciate Kelly doing that. I know it probably wasn't the easiest thing to do, and it is out of her comfort zone. But I will say this. On last week's episode, we did preview Kelly coming on, right? That's right. And we said we have a great agent that's going to come on. She's new kind of what you want to hear out of new agents or any staff person. And one of uh, our a great friend of the pod, region manager Brock Dietrich, who's a region manager of that area, he listens to every podcast. And after every podcast, he always sends me a text and says, either Chris is terrible or um, you were <laughs> Thanks, great. Yeah, you, no, he usually says, I listened <laughs> and I thought it was great or, you know, this was cool, this was cool. And he sent me a text after last week's episode and he said, he listened. He said, you guys are 100% right. Kelly is awesome and has a bright future with the MDOC. So I, I, I hope Kelly's listening. Yeah, it's not just us. I hope <laughs> Kelly's listening because what she's doing is being noticed, and you got you got to love that when, when a region manager emails you or texts you and says, "You guys are absolutely correct. She is awesome." So kudos to Kelly. We appreciate her coming on. Chris, we talked about this every year. It is budget season, right? That's right. The budget was just proposed by the governor. I think it was a sixty point. Ish, yeah. Sixty-two. It's almost real money. Yeah, yeah, right. It's a lot of money. So, where where do we stand with the budget? So, I'm going to just give a quick, real quick, a thumbnail sketch overview, and then we're going to hopefully have Kyle Kaminsky on our legislative liaison uh, next week to do a quick segment on uh, maybe a little bit more into the in, into the depth of, of what we're what our budget is. But again, we're right around two billion dollars for our budget. We really only had three big asks uh, in the budget. Ten and a half million for one-time funding for new custody staff, that would get us another 408 officers. On top of our baseline request that we always have as part of our budget, so, so we've got another 371 officers there. So you know, 700 plus officers uh, in, in this budget if everything goes through, which helps because we have tons of vacancies, right, with re- with retirements. Right. Then we're asking for 2.1 million dollars to support uh, Michigan's age- aging prisoner population. So we're looking to create another housing unit at the Thumb for some more healthcare staff to, to work there. Kind of like how we have at Lakeland, we have a lot of aging prisoners there, and this would open up a new one at the Thumb because we have an increasing number of prisoners who are aging. 25% of our population is over the age of 50. 
and I apologize to all of our staff who over, are over the age of 50. I'm not calling you aging. I'm just <laughs> calling that that's what the department signifies as being uh, older. Good disclaimer. I like that. Yes. And then the last one was um, an FOA one, uh, $4.6 million for the replacement of our all of our electronic tether devices. Not because we wanted the new shiny model. It's because these ones will be uh, rendered obsolete yeah. as of December 31st because Verizon is dumping the, their 3G network. It's that whole G thing. And yeah. So going, they're going away from 3G, and now it's on to 4G. So we have to get new ones. Otherwise, we won't have the ability to uh, monitor any, any of our uh, folks that we have on Tether. So, so uh, again, it's a $2 billion budget, and uh, we'll have Kyle on next week to, to dive in if uh, there's any other specifics that people have or any other questions. When you hear this this week, if you have anything, uh, write into to us, uh, either on Twitter or uh, bother Greg on uh, email, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll get those questions asked. But this has been a pretty uh, kind of a real stay-the-course kind of budget. It was so uneventful that for the first time in my almost five years here that I had not a single reporter called me and asked me questions about about our budget. So, yeah, so the, there's no no real big no big items in here this so year. In, inside the news in Chris Gautz's office, that's it was thanks, a slow day. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, yeah, I mean, when, when Kyle's on, Chris, you know that he gets a lot of listeners. I'm not, I'm not sure. He's got, he's got an audience. He's got he a built-in. He's got quite an audience, yeah. and I think he, uh, he prides himself on coming in here and trying to get, you know, a lot of listeners. So, I'm um, looking forward to Kyle coming on because it's always it's always good to have him on to talk about the budget. I know everybody always wonders what's happening during this time. You know, if what our asks are, I mean, are, there, are we going to have the same amount of money? So we'll get him on next week and uh, we'll clear up all the all the news, all the budget news, and stay tuned to a new episode of Field Days podcast. All right, as always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.